Welcome back to Trending in Education, uh, back to our non-Game of Thrones uh, edition uh, of the show. Um, I'm here with Mike Palmer. Hi, Mike. Hey, Brandon. And not Dan Strafford. Dan Strafford is uh, he's on his... He's, he's taken a paternity leave that's been spread out. He's been sta- it's been staggering. Staggering. How much <laughs> he staggered through this. Yes. Yeah, so and uh, his paternity leave is ending today. Today's the last day of his mm, paternity leave. Yes. His paternity, however, is for the rest of his life. Interminable. Yes, 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 yeah. So, uh, so Dan, uh, we will talk about you not being here has, has been like the theme of our yeah. show for the last several weeks, but uh, mm-hmm. we'll be back with Dan starting next week. Yep, yep. Um, and, uh, and Mike, you're, you're recently returned to New York City after having been away for a little bit. Yes, I was, uh, I, d- I got a little pleasure in. Ah, uh, yeah. So I did do a conference on podcasting. For recent listeners, uh, yes. that is a portmanteau of business yes. and pleasure. Or leisure. A business and leisure, excuse me. Yeah, but I, I don't like I don't like the way leisure sounds. So I right. go leisure. Leisure sounds like something you got to go to the like city a, MD. Yeah, for. it sounds like a lesion, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, uh, so yeah, it was a conference on podcasting called the Podcast Movement out in Anaheim, and then uh, my viewing partner and uh, guest of the show, right? Yes, uh, Robin was also out there, so she did attend the conference uh, independently, uh, although we were there together, and then. Uh, we recorded the Citadel. Uh, those of you who are interested in the Citadel, it's uh, it's going to be dropping like it's hot uh, later on this. Oh week. yeah, big time! Uh, and then not again for a year. Not again for a year, unless we do some uh, some sort of uh, teaser stuff right. when trailers come out. More but, to uh, come. But yeah, so I was out there for the conference uh, Wednesday through Friday. Uh, really, Thursday, Friday, thanks to American Airlines. Uh-huh. Uh, but that's a separate. Uh, the opposite, <laughs> that's a whole different podcast. That's the opposite of, uh, of, a, of a host uh, ad. That's actually a host. Uh, a blast. You blast. put them on blast. Yeah, yeah. Put them on, uh, on, uh, on warning. Uh, yeah, they'll be on punishment before you know it. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, then we hung out in uh, Huntington Beach yep. area yep. and then uh, in the OC. Mm-hmm. Uh, so got some quality time over the weekend, which was great. But uh, but yeah, the conference was uh, was quite interesting, and uh, I think we were going to go deeper on yeah, I, podcasting I think so. a little bit today. Right? So what uh, were there takeaways from the conference? Yeah, there were quite a few. So um, podcasting so, today, podcasting. Today. Tell, tell me again the name of the conference. Oh, uh, podcast movement. Podcast In movement. Fact, uh, I have the. Mike is, the, for, the, for the all viewers, you listeners... Yeah, just paint this picture for them. Mike is unbuttoning his shirt. To reveal... Is, this, is, this is trending in education after dark. Uh, I can tell you he is wearing another shirt underneath it, and it is a picture of a microphone. Yeah. Uh, sort of stylized hand yeah. uh, over a triangle that yeah. is like a play button. Yeah, but it's a little... Um, it was a little bit like that. Like it, it was sort of like a movement. Like yeah, people got were it. very passionate about podcasting. Got it. As are we. Yeah. But, but it was more of a sort of individual, uh, sort of uh, individual advocacy uh, empowerment. It's got of, like a black power fist. Yeah. 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 So there was a lot. I mean, it wasn't uh, specifically uh, you know politically oriented, mm-hmm. but a lot of the. The pods that they were talking about were more um, probably a little more political in nature at times. Uh, And then also um, there were uh, quite a few folks who had started with podcasting as a side hustle and now were full time podcasters. Yeah. So it was very much the dream. Yeah. And it was very, uh, very much um, a movement, too, was the interesting thing. So like uh, 
podcasting for me as uh, someone, I, I still feel like I'm a late adopter because we've been, uh, by the way, we've been doing this show for almost a year. Almost one year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like the, the one year. Tune in for our one year anniversary episode. Yeah. That's going to be, that's going to be great. It's probably next week, right? Yeah. September 1st, I think was the first I think time that's right. uh, yeah. we went so out. September there. 5th, post Labor Day. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but it was, uh, it was interesting to see how young podcasting still is. So there was a lot of talk about um, its progression and how the media has talked about podcasting, um, but its progression has generally been uh, a linear one. Like it hasn't really seen exponential growth, but like for the last 10 years, there has been right. steady linear growth in podcasting, um, which, uh, which- I'm was- surprised that of late it's been ste- linear growth. I, I feel like that must have been true- I mean, you're reporting it, so I believe you. You're a credible witness. Mm-hmm. But um, it must have been true for the first several years in that past decade or so. But of late, I feel like there are a lot of podcasts. And th- I mean, this one is a particularly good one, but there are a lot. Yeah. And people listen. Totally. Yeah. I mean, again, these were like industry numbers. Uh, there was a lot of. Um, a lot of talk about how to monetize podcasting because uh, I think it was a lot of folks who had uh, begun the podcast as a side hustle in the hopes of it turning into their career. Uh, so, so I think there was a lot of talk about ways to find revenue streams so that you could quit eventually quit your day job and right. uh, and become a full time podcaster. Um, I think the position. Are we putting our employers on notice? <laughs> <laughs> hey, revenue's revenue, man. Right, it's you know, true. It, it, the, the follow the follow the money. Follow uh, the money. A, a co-host of mine, like, yeah. is fond of that phrase. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, there was a lot of talk about um, where the advertising revenue will come from within podcasting, and and more from a um, kind of like an advocacy for podcasters themselves. Um, you know, ways for for folks to kind of pursue their dreams. And uh, the, the the main theme, I think, was really that uh, there are no gatekeepers in this industry. Right. And uh, and that was interesting to me because like I was I was observing more than uh, sort of actively leaning in because I felt representing a brand. I kind of had a slightly different footing from sure. a lot of these sort of individuals who were sort of standing up their own uh, their own capability. Um, but I do think we can play well in um, in this space, uh, and uh, I think the next round of this will be next summer in Philadelphia. Uh, nice. And uh, Terry Gross of Fresh Air is yeah. is one of the keynotes. Oh, that's good. So uh, that movement is going mainstream when you've got Terry Gross of uh, Fresh Air yeah. as one of your hosts. Yeah, it's really interesting because I think I think it still feels as though uh, podcasting is almost going through an identity crisis where uh, there's talk about it more from the monetization ad revenue side. Like how do we get big brands to to buy advertising spots on our pods? But then on the flip side is like, how do we maintain uh, the artistic integrity and the authenticity and the independent editorial voice that is also very uh, kind of fundamental to podcasting? and almost uh, to the point where if you're not authentic, you will fail. Right. Was like a recurring theme. Like, you know, they did talk a lot about, you know, preparedness and consistency. Sure. And a lot of things that I think I think we're doing pretty well so far on the but show. But like you talked about with um, the the author of the- um, Rohit? Yeah, with Rohit. Um, yeah. Is the unperfection, I think, yes. is also part, and, and there's too almost too much polish that you can apply- Correct. That actually would um, 
be detrimental to the to the medium. Yes, exactly. Which is why I occasionally say, um, right, you know, yeah. You, I've seen your notes. You write that in. Yeah, like I you, do. Like you, you exactly. have your time markers for when you say, um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, this is not a verbal tick. Like speaking to you, no, off the off the pod. Yeah. It's it, there. There's no pauses whatsoever. Yeah, and I have an Australian accent, which <laughs> yeah. is surprising. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it was. Uh, I was very glad to be out there because I I think uh, like I was saying, like it was interesting. Uh, the only other um, publishing brand that I saw there that you know, aside from Panoply, had um, uh, the guy who does Side Hustle School. Yep, uh, Chris Gillibrand. Um, was there. Uh, he, he gave a session, which was interesting. And uh, I still think there's some opportunity for us to talk more to pod, uh, to Panoply yep. about like what, what sort of content plays might be available in like the learning space. But um, I did think there's room for us to play sort of Macmillan was interesting. So Macmillan uh, print publishing uh, brand that uh, had launched a number of uh, podcasts that really weren't branded as Macmillan. They were more uh, positioned as a podcast that's more like an independent content play within podcasting. Um, And uh, it was ultimately in support of selling books, but it wasn't like the tie to the brand was very uh, uh, almost invisible. You know, like just the fact that it was... uh, owned as opposed to, you know, brand owned as opposed to individually authored. Uh, It's almost as though as a brand, you're better served by replicating the individually authored mode rather than trying to come at this as, you know, we're the grant land. Sure. You know, like you almost need to kind of, or the ringer. Right. um, You almost need to build that from the ground up by by developing an audience. Um, Although once you develop an audience, like certainly then sort of making a lateral play into another pod is easier. Correct. And I think I think we're doing some interesting stuff. I actually think we're we're, we're this is sort of our lab, you know, like we're <laughs> we're kind of figuring it out as we go and um I think engaging our listeners We're going to edit this out in post. Yeah. <laughs> no no one's going to hear this part. But I think engaging our listeners is something that we're starting to do, but yeah. I think we could do more of. Sure. And uh and then like the 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 political angle was interesting too cuz like really throughout podcasting uh diversity and inclusion is something that at least the folks who were at this conference were uh were being somewhat thoughtful about. Like they were very intentional sure. in their programming and how they would kind of go after that. So that was a that was a consistent theme uh, as well. And then I also thought it was interesting just to understand different uh, pay models, different paths to monetization, uh, particularly the sort of the Patreon path or like the the donation tip jar angle, which uh, we haven't asked you uh, <laughs> listeners yet to. Uh, if to everyone <laughs> contributed three, do- everyone <laughs> listening to this contributed three dollars. Yeah. Isn't that what, what, that's how Wikipedia goes. Yeah. Right? Something like that. Yeah. 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 So. Uh, so I thought that was uh, that was pretty cool. And then, um, and honestly, do I get to sm- when we have a pledge drive? Do I get to smoke a pipe during that? At least you, I feel like whatever you need. Yeah, man. I've yeah. got my, I've already got the leather the leather uh, uh, elbows on my jacket. I'll have to wear that and smoke. I, it feels like very um, tweety. Yeah, 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 yeah very yeah. Uh, very public radio yes. uh, thing to do. Yeah, well, and NPR was like sort of the the luminary there. Of course, yeah. Um, I did think it was interesting the. The level to which learning was sort of uh, inherent in the medium, yet 
explicitly tying a podcast to learning or education. I didn't see anyone else. Yeah, that was that was, was the thing I was most interested that. in. Obviously, yeah. as being a co-host with you of this show which sure. about, about learning, yeah. Um, education. Yeah, was there were there any? Um, so you, I think you just answered this question. There, there wasn't any explicit tie to either learning or education. The according to the the information like in the packet, they were saying nine percent of podcasts are education and learning oriented. Um, and I think it's a um, it does seem like it's a definitional problem, like. You know, if you listen to pods like Revisionist History, right? Or does uh, that count? I, I that's what I was trying to understand. Yeah. Exactly how would they peg that? Um, I would probably classify sure. Revisionist History. Yeah. Uh, the keynote the first day uh, was uh, the guy who does Hardcore History. Okay. Which um, what was his name again? I think it was Dan Carlin, uh, and um, he does like six hour podcasts about like providing really in-depth context around history Mm. ex-radio guy and uh, it's very much of a learning and education uh, podcast but but I think just the listenership of podcasts in general tend to be hungry for learning sure so I think even if your podcast is not specifically classified as like a learning podcast you're probably still trying to you're either trying to educate your audience or you're trying to activate them or perhaps engage with them. So like or, or entertain. Correct. Right. So there's back yep. to edutainment. I, I really do think that, you know, you've got to because you got to keep people coming back to listen to your pod. Right. So um, you have to have you have to engage them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's the operative word, no matter what your other verbs you're trying to, to also do. Yep. Uh, are. But um yeah, and so the two engage. I think they're ha- they're they're you sort of have to be thoughtful about how you are educating, like what what the what the hooks are yes. that you're providing that's going to keep on p- having people come back. Agreed. And then what are the metrics? And we've talked about this on a on a number of these shows where like the the harder metrics. One of the big things as well is that. Um, Better data is due from Apple with the rollout of iOS 11. Mm-hmm. So, like, more uh, detailed understanding of the level to which folks engaged with the pod, like how much did they listen and uh, where did they drop off, like the kind of engagement metrics we want is coming was one piece. But the other piece is that the metrics are generally driven by uh, sort of an advertising orientation. So how many uniques did you get? How many downloads do you get? Um and um, that is that repeat engagement piece, but it is um, it's the same question that we've been grappling with, where like if you are developing that listenership and you're developing that engagement with your audience, um, how much of it is tied to sort of marketing uh, a marketing orientation versus a learning orientation? And uh, I think ultimately both need to coexist because like uh, to keep the lights on, there needs to be some, uh, sort of business rationale for doing a show yep. uh, and or just a resource allocation of your own time. Uh, and then you want to measure the return against that. And right now those metrics are typically tied to more like advertising metrics. Mm-hmm. Um, what I think is interesting for us to explore is more tying to learning metrics. You know, right. Could we get you know, learning objectives on a Game of Thrones uh, Citadel show where like, you know, how much will our listeners learn from this show and how can we measure whether they they whether we did a good job of communicating 
something that we had intent to uh, sure. to communicate. Um, and then it, and then just sort of related to that, I think is the concept of uh, being intentional with your programming, like actually having uh, almost like a mission. Uh, and I think we do benefit from that on the show where yeah. like we uh, I think we are putting forward uh, sort of a, a position about learning. Like yeah. we're, we're advocating for uh, sort of a learning and media orientation and also, um, you know, Planet Money was another one that people talked about a lot. Yep. And it's like I don't, NPR, as far as I know, doesn't have like a planet learning. Right. But, you know, I think we're entering into a world where. We need to talk more about that stuff. Yeah, and I think we have an interest, I think that, interesting. That, I think that we should, for our one year anniversary of <laughs> education, potentially consider rebranding as Planet Learning, Planet Money, <laughs> and then just and then just yeah. try to steal. Oh, listeners. Yeah, and then it'll be like surprise. This is Planet <laughs> Money Learning. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, I think that that is that is interesting. I, I think also, um, you know, thinking about audio. So there's audio and there's podcasts, yes, which are um, you know, obviously one is a subset of the other, but mm-hmm. um, and I guess podcasts could be a superset of audio too if you um, if you have video for podcasts as well. But yep, yep. Um, I think that uh, audio and podcasts uh, separately and together as a vehicle for learning is something that I'm particularly interested in because uh, for a couple reasons or a couple things. Notes on that. One, you know, people have time where they can ha- be using their learn holes, yes. uh, their ears, yes, but not their learn balls, their eyes, yes. Uh, and that time seems like time where we can get learning into people who have a either just sort of um, passion and curiosity about learning, or are actually sort of uh, studying for some kind of uh, hurdle that they need to overcome. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so, so one audio fills spaces in people's lives that couldn't otherwise be filled with learning uh, objects. Yep. Um, and then two, I was being of learning objects and learning objectives, thinking of sort of like instructional design for audio sure. is different than instructional design for something that's a more visual medium. Very much so. so um, and I, I think um, some things probably still apply, like stating learning objectives, having interleaving of topics. I think probably those still do apply, but I, I'd be interested. And that's the type of thing that at Kaplan we actually could do with mm-hmm. sort of, you know, RCT, random control trial. Sure. Um, exposing some people to audio plus video. Yep. Uh, and, of course, where versus just audio or just video and uh, and seeing how it performs. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, you know, once you start to measure, you, you get better at what you measure, right? Yep, so, yep. like, once you start to measure these things, it's not going to only – Show you how you're doing. It's going to give you a vehicle to get better at what you're doing. Yep, yep. Um, so I think it's I think it's interesting. I I think that you know maybe as podcasting takes off, which which you know it either is or sh- or, or it will be. I think mm-hmm. uh, soon. Um, I think that there is going to be a bigger and bigger space for this kind of you know podcasting for learning purposes. Yeah, I I completely agree. And one of the barriers to that sort of hockey stick growth that we'd love to see in podcasting is a level of advocacy of the channel uh, where like uh, one of the panelists was talking about, you know, how we need a got milk campaign for podcasting. Yeah. Uh, where, uh, you know, and then the other, uh, it's the touch, the feel of podcasts. It's the fabric <laughs> of our lives. Exactly. And, uh, I think the related point was, uh, was the, the Android problem where like there's no native podcasting app on Android. 
So, yeah. um, you know, the fact that Apple, you know, packages something you can't delete to listen to podcasts on your iPhone is yeah. why the listenership is predominantly uh, iPhone iOS, based. Yeah, yeah iOS based. And, uh, you know, the metrics indicate, particularly if you look at, I think iOS is like 20, 30% of smartphones, you know, as opposed to Android is this enormous marketplace. Sure. And uh, those folks who are in the know are finding podcasts. But, uh, you know, those listeners who are listening to us right now, you are of a privileged uh, minority right now. And like yeah, the Android listeners. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and even even the just podcast listeners in general, like mm. it's almost like uh, for me, I assume everyone knows about podcasting. A lot of the people I deal with on a day to day basis listen to podcasts all the time. Yeah. But it was interesting to one aspect of the movement, I think, was an advocacy piece where like yeah. ra- raise folks awareness of podcasting. The example they had, I think, was, um, you know, we're like 15 years into podcasting and the general awareness of podcasting uh, based on a metric that they they had was around 60 percent. So around 60 percent of of folks understand what podcasting is like 15 years in as opposed to uh, like 15 years into television into podcasting. (laughs) No, but I mean, like 15 years into television, I bet that there was more than 60 percent that knew about television. Absolutely. And then the related point was comparing it to the virtual assistant. So Alexa was at uh, an awareness level of like 65 percent. And we're not 15 years into Alexa. No, and that was four years. Yeah. They were saying year one, they were at like 65. Ah. So like it's been growing since then. So it's sort of like, you know, certain channels. Uh, and in that case, it's, you know, Amazon and Google are sort of pushing the virtual assistant. Right. There's not really anyone pushing podcasting at, from like a top level because it's very much like sort of a bottom up um, sort right. of media movement. So yeah. there isn't really. I'm looking at your T-shirt. Yeah. 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 I'm, ad- I'm advocating. Yeah. Right this now. is don't trust anybody over 30. This yeah. is this is SNCC, SCLC. This is like all that standing up. Yeah, uh, yeah. But the problem is when the man gets involved. I know what's going to happen to all those the the movement type people. Exactly. Well, and it's squashed. Well, and it's also are there any both enders out there? Sure. Who sure. and I, I kind of would. I uh, think we both are. Yeah. I we think both <laughs> are, both <laughs> end both are. and are. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful. Like like I said, I think, uh, you know, I international podcast so first off trending in educations one year anniversaries coming up september 1st hit us up on the twitter yep uh trending in ed uh, at trending in ed right that's right yeah yeah let us know wish us some some happy tidings we'll get have a nice anniversary show coming and then uh i think september 30th is international podcast day sure is so we got every day is international podcast day (laughs) but but maybe we could do something bigger to kind of raise awareness and raise like like sort of uh uh, recognition of the work that we're doing on the show because yeah. I, I do think uh, folks who listen love it, and we haven't necessarily spread the word. So, how do we help people spread the word more? If you're listening right now, yeah. turn to the person sitting next to yes. you and just start talking to them. <laughs> it's a way for you to make a friend and for us to make a listener. Uh, <laughs> All that, yeah. And then, and then ultimately, uh, you know, next summer uh, is this podcast in Philly. In Philly, and then next summer, uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, the actual finale will Maybe. be hitting. twenty nine. Yeah. Oh, really? It could be twenty nineteen. I think oh. let's let's spoiling. save that. You're We're, spoiling. Turn turn back in. Tune back in later this week yeah. to uh, to listen to the Citadel. Yeah, but anyway, pod- on that. podcasting lot going on. We could talk at length about it, but I think we're trying to. Um, you know, uh, keep things keep keep our listeners hungry for more. Keep it breezy. Yeah, yeah. But um, 
But yeah, I mean, it's been a great run. I mean, this isn't our official one-year anniversary, but we're pretty close. I think we're. I feel pretty good that we're going to make it. I think we're going to make it. Yeah, there was a while. Like I, yeah. when we started this, I think let's 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 take Flashback our nostalgic episode. trip down. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll do the 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 memory lane yeah. uh, uh, next uh, next week. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Tune back into that, Mike. Thanks for the recap. That was that was great. I think yeah. it's one of the things that I like is. I feel like I learn through, uh, by extension of, of sort of more longer form conversations with you about yeah. some of the places that you're going. Um, so happy to have you be our, our man on the street there in, uh, yeah. in Anaheim. Uh-huh. Um, so thank you. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Yeah, uh, I'll, tune in. I'm going to button my shirt back up. <laughs> uh, don't do it on my behalf, Mike. Um, <laughs> everybody, tune back in uh, later this week for uh, the next episode, next and final episode, likely, of The Citadel. Uh, until at least 2018. Uh, and uh, we'll be back with your regular once a week on uh, mostly Tuesdays, uh, mm-hmm. programming with Trending Education coming at you soon. Thanks very much.